This is Shihanya No More by Reverend Jawan. Uh, SAFM leading the late night conversation as we talk social conversations. I did say that we are going to be touching some of the topics that are really, really uh, pulling at most of our heartstrings and making us really look at ourselves as South Africans. Well, one of those topics is eradicating gender-based violence and this is based on an open letter that Reverend NJ Shawan sent to the President and um, I'd like to welcome Reverend. Reverend, thank you very much for joining us and thank you for the great music. Thank you, my sister, Patricia. How are you this evening? I'm blessed. Thank you, Reverend. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Excellent, wonderful. thank you. I was just saying to, to our producer Benzito that I'm sure that my grandmother is listening right now to the show and she's dancing to this because, yay, this song has so much meaning. Maybe for, for those who don't understand Sitonga, uh, explain to us what does it mean when you're saying Shianga Nomo. It's exactly what we're going to talk about here. People pretend to be Christians. Uh, we pretend to be Christian, good people, but our actions... Uh, uh, desire much to be to be said. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> so, it's... Uh, you know, it's people who 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 proclaim to be to be Christian, yet they can completely speak uh, uh, the different language uh, to what they say. And right they now, speak louder than words. Oh, That's definitely. What it's all about. Right now, <laughs> when it comes to uh, gender-based violence, we need action, not words. Yeah, we, we have been action. speaking so much as a country, but nothing has changed. Enough is enough. And definitely, you, definitely, are, definitely. Um, you are part of the Center for Nonviolence Conflict Reconciliation, Reverend, but you are also have written an open letter uh, titled Invuselelo Yobuntu. And you sent yes. this uh, to the president. Please just tell us, um, you know, uh, in a nutshell, why you wrote this letter and what are the contents of this letter? Yeah, uh, as I said in the letter, I, it's, I'm responding to to what the what uh, our president uh, said when he made the call to Mamina, uh, and uh, then I'm sending here my send me. Uh, in on in, in 2017, I, when I was uh, the uh, can, uh, member of the council at the University of, of Bumalang, I had a, a, a conversation with the president, and I spoke to him about this problem that I've travelled all over the world uh, promoting the spirit of Ubuntu and nonviolence. But now it's time for me to make a contribution right here at home. So he was very interested in the program. So this letter is a follow-up to our conversation, to in itself to 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 want to <clears throat> to make a contribution in 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 responding to this uh, gigantic crisis that we are faced with now, the gender-based violence in South Africa. We heard the president speak out against gender-based violence, but uh, it seems like in your letter you are asking for a couple of other, a couple of a bit of action more than just words. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. The reason why I said so is because we in South Africa are viewed as as one of the most violent society in the world. We are and. The, the, we want to understand for us to make a contribution and to get to the root cause of the problem that we are facing as a, as a violent nation, we need to go back. 
we need to ask ourselves the question, how did we come to become so uh, uh, violent people? So what we need to do basically is to re- go back what actually happened. What did the apartheid system did to us? And But it's not only apartheid system. Of course, what is going through in South Africa is that it's a remnant of the apartheid system. But we also need to, to go back to revisit uh, the value system that we use our forefathers and foremothers used to live with. So I'm saying to the president, before we even get into the, the problem, we need to, to really unpack and, and look at what actually happened to us. And this letter is it's basically to respond to the call that the president made, that we need to begin to, to analyze, come up with a system that will also respond effectively and systematically to this problem of uh, violence. I'd like to welcome uh, our listeners to please join in on the conversation. You can call us and speak to Reverend on 0891104207 or 0117144045. You can WhatsApp 0614104107. Let us not just be speakers. Let us be actors and doers to bring yeah. a positive and visible change. Now, Reverend, as you were citing your solutions in the letter, one of the one of the things that you did was quote from the Bible in Isaiah 51 uh, verse 1 and you say listen to me all who hope for deliverance all who seek the Lord consider the rock from which you were cut the quarry from which you were mined what does this mean for us as a nation in order for us to 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 come out of gender-based violence yeah what I'm trying to say here is that what is happening now in our country it's not us it's not us. It definitely uh, uh, it speaks against what we used to be as a people in South Africa. We used to face the most vicious system of apartheid in South Africa. But we never had what we are experiencing today, where we turned against our own sisters, our own mothers. So this uh, scripture uh, text that I've, I've quoted, it's inviting us to go back to where we come from. It's inviting us to go back to our roots. It is inviting us to go back to the rock from which we were made, from which we were cut off. And by that I mean that we need to go back to those, those, those values and principles that use to, to, to guide us as we move. We fought apartheid. We've, we fought apartheid at all levels, in the streets, in all levels. But we never, never, never turned against our sister. We protected them. We struggled. We marched. We protected our sister. What has happened to us? Now, when I'm using that script, I'm saying, let us go back to the basics. Let us go back to our roots so that we can begin to, to infuse those principles of Ubuntu, principles of non-violence, into our heart, into, into our mind and into our heartbeat system so that we can begin to, 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 to begin to be, to be a caring nation that we used to be. 
So this program, with this, with this program that we are, I've, I've, uh, I've uh, written the letter to the president. I'm asking the president so that we can begin the process of retraining ourselves because violent it we are not born with violet we have been saying we have been cultured we have been socialized to be violent and i strongly believe that we can we can reverse this if we begin to go into the community and train ourselves and begin to 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 to, to change the character and and build the blocks of character to our young people. Reverend, for, for on that for, note, for my Reverend, add, Reverend, Reverend, I need to go to a break. After the break, okay. you can be able to finish okay. your thought. Please hold it for me. Late night conversations. Late night conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SFM leading the late night conversation. We apologize there. We had lost Reverend Jawane on the line. Reverend, before the break, you were telling us um, about what we could do into going into communities to uh, stop the scourge of gender-based violence. Your call has been placed on hold. Okay. It seems that the Reverend is having a bit of challenges with his line. Let me go to the lines. I've got Steve in the Northwest. Steve, good evening. How are you doing? Good evening, Can Steve. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Man, look, I think the Reverend has missed a very serious point. And this is the problem in this country, that uh, men are not informed, including the religious leaders. Let me, let me inform you accordingly. In this country, every day, 56 people are murdered. Every single day. 46 are men who are killed on a daily basis. Eight are women. Two are children. You multiply 46 by 365 days in a year. That's around 16,790,000 men who are killed in a year. Multiplied it by the past three years. That's 50,370 men. We are a male genocide country. We are a minicide. The notion that we are a femicide country, we are killing women. It, it, it's, it, it's very shocking and it's false. Even the president lied about it. Churches lie about it. Pastors lie about it. When are we going to start telling the truth as a nation? Steve, now, I want, Stephen, you, I want you to know? ask you a question. Uh, Let, listen very carefully. I want to can ask you a question. Me? Stephen, can yeah. I please ask you a question? May I? Um, now, I want to find out from you. you you've given us the statistics and uh, what I'd like to ask is, these men that are being killed on a daily basis, who is killing the men? Yeah, that's a very good question. According I was going to this uh, 41% of the men that are killed in this country are killed with guns, too. Why? Uh, 31% are killed with a knife, others poison, others are assassinated, and so forth. Uh, a portion, a great portion of the men, let me, let me give you a, 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 a thorough detail. A man is not safe anyway. 
he can be killed at home by his or her girlfriend. You have not answered my question, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, by, okay, okay. so Stephen, that's, that's because of time, because of time, let, I want you to get to your you. point quickly. You're not helping me. You are telling us what you want to tell us. Don't say you're helping me. But what I'm allowing you to do is give us your opinion, but within the constraints of time, please, Stephen. So please, Stephen, do answer. Who is killing these men? Stephen? Stephen? Okay, it seems we've lost Stephen. Are you still there, Stephen? You didn't lose me. I'm still off. Okay, so please I'm do saying, answer my I'm question. I'm saying you, you are lying. And the How Reverend am I lying? Is lying. <laughs> are we lying, I'm saying Stephen? In a day, uh, uh, 46 men are killed. In a we year, heard that, Stephen, but my question to you was who the is killing is the men? The question is this who is killing the I'm saying it's the men and the women of this country. And, and here's the issue. If 16,790 men are killed in a year, it means we are living a fatherless generation. And, and you, you don't talk about that. You avoid these serious issues. And the funny part, it, when we talk of gender-based violence, it, it's spoken as though it's men who are committing gender-based violence. Are men not gender themselves? Are they, when they are killed... Now, Stephen, uh, I think when we look at not considered. Stephen, when we look at gender-based violence, it's a gender against a gender. It is not always that we are saying a man no, is killing you, you, a, a, a woman. Yeah, that's and it, also, that's gender and, is gender, irrespective okay, of who you are. Yes, that's what we are saying. Unfortunately, it seems like you are listening selectively, Stephen. And unfortunately, it seems like you are also I'm listening. I'm saying the letter, the letter which you are talking about, even what the Reverend is saying right now. Is, is concoctions of untruths. We must How be is it able, We must be able to label what gender-based violence is. Gender cuts across whether you are a female or whether you are a man. You are gender. But that There's is no what gender. we are saying. We are. Reverend has not said it's only about. It seems we've lost Stephen now. But the Reverend has not said this is only men killing women. The Reverend has said the killing in our society needs to stop. So I don't understand Stephen's um, yeah, point there when he says we are lying. Let me go to KGM in Free State. KGM, you are a globetrotter of note. Please remember to take me on one of your trips. How are you? <laughs> Good evening. I'm very well. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're, uh, I, did, I don't want to say an argument. Your <laughs> interchange there reminded me of the interview today of, of uh, the EFF and the media. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. but 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 I I suggest that maybe you should have given this this gentleman a chance because he he's also talking to some of the things that we we are not talking about as a as a society. I I think listening to him, it's it, one of the points I wanted to raise to th- to say. Let, let's also pay attention to the unpalatable truth that we we seem to to be having difficulty to deal with. Uh, remember some years ago, there was that thing of take a girl child to school. To you work. Remember? Take a girl to child work. to work, to work. Day. Sorry. yes. 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 I, I had a serious issue with that to say, are we not excluding, are we not rejecting unintentionally so a boy child? And what is that going to do to a boy child? At the time, my concern was about the, young, in place on home. the youngsters. That, that, that we, were, we, were, we were busy with. But then, we, we don't grow up on trees as, as people. Men and women alike. 
Boys and girls alike. KGM, I need you to hold that thought. I'm going to come back to you after the news because it's 11 okay. o'clock now. Let's go to Zolaga Kotashi and her beautiful, sultry voice that will calm us down. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Well, we will be looking forward to hearing that voice on Monday evenings. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, this is Late Night Conversations on... SAFM 104 to 107. We are talking about the eradication of gender-based violence in South Africa. There was an open letter that was written by Reverend Jawane, uh, who is from the Center for Nonviolence Conflict Reconciliation. And this open letter was sent directly to the president, and it was titled Imvuselele Yobuntu. And that's what we are talking about right now. Before the news, uh, we had KGM, who was a uh, helping us to understand his understanding of this letter and gender-based violence in general. KGM? Yes, Pat. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, Reverend, it's noble to to put this across and say we should should go back to basics. Yes. But but, but going back to basics cannot, cannot be the repetition of what we've been doing over the years because we're going to get the same results. Yes. Where I, I disagree or differ with you, where you address this Yes. KGM, I'm still there. KGM? All right, it seems we're having a problem with our lines. KGM, are you there? Uh, uh, can you hear me, Pat? No, I'm I can here. hear you. You were saying where you disagree with the Reverend is where? I, I disagree with the Reverend where he, he directed the letter to the President. I, I, I would have addressed that letter or liked for you to address the letter to us as South Africans. Uh, this thing of giving politicians too much power, even in situations that needs us as a nation as opposed to a political leadership. The, the president represents the office of the highest office in the land. However, there's a notion attached to him, which is a reality, which is of a politician. Now, reference Take ownership. Let us, you as, as the men of, of, of the cloth, the clergies, all of us as a people, we shouldn't shift the blame. We should say, me as KGM, what, what is my, 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 my input to this? And what's your role? KGM, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, Reverend ha- his line kept on cutting and he was not able to go through the letter. But uh, based on the point of what action what is he taking as a man of a cloth? I mean, I see here that he, he has kickstarted a noble cause to be able to um, uh, put a couple. Of, and, I, and I would have loved him to be able to express this to us, you know, mm. so that South Africa can understand that the reason why we are having Reverend right now, it's not because we are saying gender-based violence it's only because women are being killed no we're not speaking femicide here we are speaking violence and gender-based violence people who are from the lgbtqi community have experienced violence and that is based on their sexuality and gender as well so reverend is by no means saying that the scourge of femicide is more important or superior and i was answering to the fact that stephen came across as if he's saying well you know men are also being killed yes we are aware of this that is why reverend is saying 
saying it's an issue across all of us. It's violence and across all genders. It's across everyone and we need to look at it. So I don't know if you are okay with me allowing Reverend uh, KGM to tell us what the the, 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 the the action points on his letters are. Is that okay my, with you? My, my, yes, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But my last, my parting shot is okay. I, I I'm of the view that sometimes we overemphasize the one part and mm-hmm. it, it is the reason why the, the likes of Stephen will, will feel hard done by or have emotions as you had. Mm. I think the point is, let's balance the equation. Let's not point fingers. Let's own up to the responsibility of this as a nation and as a people. If we have that balance, I think collectively, we, we should be able to move the country into, into the right direction. And, that, and, 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 and KGM, I just before yes. you just go, I'm sure you, you're an avid listener to the show and you are aware that for a couple of weeks we've had issues where we speak about men being abused in their relationships and we've actually covered this on the show. And so unfortunate that sometimes other listeners will catch this particular conversation and want to flare it up. Whereas we try to be all inclusive and we we really try because we only have so much time. But I understand what you're saying and I adhere to it because I'm a mother. I've got both uh, girls and boys and I would not want my children to be raised differently or seen differently. Equal opportunity to all. But right now what we are looking at is this topic. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Thank you, KGM. And thanks to Stephen as well. Let me go to Reverend. Reverend, I've got some voice notes here, but I want you to just, you know, tell us what your action points on the letter um, to the president, and obviously not just the president himself, but also to the public are. Yeah. uh, The goal of this letter basically is, the objective of the letter is basically to say that we are a violent nation and we need to do something about it all of us both men and women but at this particular moment i'm looking at the responsibility that the men must begin to take as men they are fathers and we must begin to take our responsibility in the in the society and we are not specific i'm not trying to say that it's only Women, it's only women who are killed. There are men who are also being killed. But basically, I'm looking at the responsibility of the men as fathers. They are the ones who must take the responsibility of continuing to protect their families in all le- at all levels. Mm. And what we are intending to do with this, this program is to call in these where we all of us both men and women where we can also make a contribution together and look at the way forward but what we're this letter will be basically focusing on young people the boy child so that we begin to make them understand who they are and their responsibility in the society and the approach, of course, the methodology is that we need to go back to our own African way of dealing with issues and problems. That's why we infusion of the spirit of, uh, of Ubuntu back into the heartbeat of the African person will be very critical. Reverend, I want so, to go... Yes, go ahead, Reverend. So part of this program is not about only marching in the state. It's also going into the, sitting under the tree, 
where the father and the son begin to talk about understanding what it means to be a man and also understanding what our mothers and sisters are. And this will make a, a, a very, very strong contribution as part of the behavioral change and character building of our young people and, of course, of our sisters. So when we look at the initiation schools, part of the initiation school was part, was part of the program was to empower young people to know their culture, to know, to know their, their responsibilities. Are you with me? Are you still with me? Yes, we are with you, Reverend. Yeah, part of this program is basically, it's, it's part of, because I strongly believe that violence has been, we have been trained to be violent, and we can also be trained to be non-violent, and to be a caring people, and to be a caring society. So the, this program is about going back into the community where we recruit young people, where we recruit students, like they did in, 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 uh, in Cuba. They recruited young people, uh, student leaders, youth leaders, to go into the community to teach and to train our community on literacy programs. So we can also benchmark on that problem where we can begin to to go into the community and 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 have a conversation with our people and begin to train our young people so that we train them to go and train the community to understand who they are and their their responsibility in the society in the society. I strongly believe by doing the going through that program we will be able to 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 tender the tide of uh, of violence in our community. Now, in our WhatsApp, I've got Pete Ray from Clerkstop. He says, Hi, Sis P, if only law governing the punishment of perpetrators can be changed or amended, that will be the beginning towards solving the problem. And uh, we've also got some voice notes here that we're going to close off with. Uh, good afternoon, ma'am, and the Reverend. Um, if we are serious about fighting uh, gender-based violence, is what we need to do the most is to acknowledge our past, number one. I remember uh, Mr. Ngila Muendane was doing uh, talks around the country, um, having to encourage healing because we come from a broken society we come from a violent society we come from the violent system and we cannot just wish that away we cannot just pray that away we need to do something about it thank you very much and on that note uh, reverend i think we'd like to just close off uh, with your parting words yeah i agree with you i agree with the last uh, 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 speaker, uh, what we need to do, uh, as I said uh, 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 earlier on, we we need to package, uh, and we need, to, as as is, we always say that we need an African solution to an African problem. We will benchmark from other areas, but we need to begin to identify stakeholders. We need to identify 
uh, a, a target group, and we need to all of the society, all leaders, all leaders in the community need to be involved in in in, in, in drafting and a, a program that will begin to, to we begin to cascade into the community. By doing that, we'll be able to 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 make an impact into the into, into the society. All parties must be involved. All stakeholders must be involved. But focus will be will be on young people as the, the ones who will be carrying out this program in one way or another. Thank you so very much, Reverend. And I just hope that once this particular program is drafted, it just is not left at that phase, but it is implemented so that we as a society, both men and women, can actually be regenerated and we can see femicide, gender-based violence, and just any violent crime in general put to an end in South Africa. We thank you very much, Reverend. Thank you very much, my sister.